the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. All righty, four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Dave Martin's sitting here next to me. He's my co-pilot, and my name's Mark Salem, and uh, we both have been in the auto repair industry for, um, well, since Jesus Christ was a baby, <laughs> or at least that's what uh, what we think. Nevertheless, we uh, both have a significant uh, significant in. in experience. I'm looking at different stuff, a bunch of stuff in my mind. It gets boggled, but... During the break, we were talking 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. Okay. You got dealers, you got independents, and you got specialty shops. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what I think. I'm thinking if you have a problem with your newer model car, then certainly the dealer and the independent shop are two good shops. I'm not quite sure the specialty shop that was a transmission shop that's now doing everything has the skills or the equipment. But I, I want to draw the... And, and, of course, there's specialty shops out there that do a good job when they focus on specialty stuff. But now that we have spark plugs that are going 100,000, fluids that are going 100,000, timing belts that are going well north of 100,000, we take all that gravy stuff away between zero and 100,000 miles, then all of a sudden it's kind of hard to make it if you're just going to be a timing belt place. Right. You're going to have a tough time. But this is my analogy. You got dealers, and those guys are really good at Buicks, Volvos, Toyotas. You got specialty shops that really are good what they started, but are not really good. But we're more like veterinarians. We do horses, cows, yeah. <laughs> pigs, chickens, dogs, cats. We do, and and the fundamental knowledge necessary in the in, in market in the independent market is important because you're never going to make it if you don't have a fundamental knowledge how engines run with spark, compression, and fuel. And you don't have the fundamental knowledge to go out. Now, not too long ago, a guy calls me up and he says, you know, I'm working on this accident and this car has a recall for the steering. I said, well, tell me about the accident. He says, da-da-da. And he says, people are hurt. And I said, okay. So I look up the the recall and I, I call him back and I go, is the steering wheel still connected to the column? He goes, I don't know. I said, okay, well, here's the deal. The recall has to do with the three bolts that holds the steering wheel to the column. So when you move the steering wheel, it moves the front wheels. So those three bolts are going to be replaced in this recall. Now, let me explain something to you. If the steering wheel is off and the bolts have wallered out the threaded holes and the steering wheel is sitting in the front seat, you got, I think I can help you. Yeah. If If the bolts are sheared off and the steering wheel's bent, it's part of the accident. And if the steering wheel is firmly connected to the front tires, 
you're out of luck. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't take no mental giant to figure all that out. Right. I'm taking my Dodge truck in for the third recall. And it has to do with the interlock between park and neutral and drive. So you push your foot on the brake. There's an interlock switch that lets you shift it out of park. So intermittently, this bracket bends and doesn't let you shift it out of park. It's never happened to me, but I don't want to have a car with the recall. So that's kind of how it is. But I think that the independent market's more like veterinarians. They work on a variety of things. And so they have to have skills that translate to all of those. Because your cat and your dog are two different animals. They may have some insides to the same, but their teeth are different. <laughs> their dip- disposi- disposition is different. Right. So 602-508-0960. Let me tell you about Black Whale Automotive. We talked about them and him in the first hour. Right. Tom's been around the block a long time. Him and I are twin brothers of different mothers. That means that there's a lot. Our wives would l- like to filter a lot that comes out of our mouths. <laughs> Put a muzzle on you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just both kind of speak the truth and whatever. But he knows cars really well. He's been around a very long time. And uh, some of his business has to do with taking hot rods and old cars and making them perfect. And he is really good at that. The other day he says we've morphed into more than 50% of our dollars are coming from hot rods. And he says, I, I tell them whatever budget they have in mind, just double it. Because this is going to get ugly. So if you're thinking you want to spend 10, then you go, don't even bring it to me until you've you've settled on 20. Because the idea is, is I'll, I'll stick to as close as I can, and I'll ask you about every $5,000. But, I mean, we've seen it. They come in, and they want to restore the car. So we pull the seats out of it. We pull the carpet because they want to put new carpet in, and the floor pans are all rusted, and there's holes in them. You can see the carpet from underneath the car. All of a sudden, we've got into ugly territory ugly stuff restoration's tough yes and so we have this level of we'll get it to start run and stop and once we do that then you can decide what you want to do next paint is last interiors first engine transmission and drivetrain and tires and brakes and 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 drivetrain all that stuff is next right then we're going to do the inside and then you're going to paint it so if that's the case we don't paint but all that kind of stuff moves along. And so we're, we're, we're capable of doing that. You can't take a guy out of a Chevrolet dealership and give him a Volvo. He's just not going to know what to do. Not that we're kings of all auto repair. Yeah. But Blackwell's a good guy. 40th Street and Greenwell, Greenway on the northwest corner. And uh, Christy and Polly are the two ladies that work there. And they have control of him, especially Polly. So if he gets Henri the two girls will contain him. So that's Blackwell Automotive. Let's go to the phones. Who we got, Gil? We have Chris. Chris, good morning to you. How can we help you? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, my daughter got some kind of, uh, I know it's her because it's handprints, uh, on one of my side panels of my car, a um, some kind of clay or Play-Doh, and it will not come off. I've tried a pressure washer. I've tried um, I've tried uh, um, some of the over counter, you know, I think it's Gugon. It, it, okay. It's not even, it's not even touching it. I'm curious, besides using something that's going to mess up the paint or the clear coat, if something you suggest. Well, I know gasoline. It's not going to mess up the clear coat. No, um, I don't think I, so. I would try that. See, see it's tough because we're looking at this through your eyes. This could be tree sap. We've all seen that, and yeah. that Gugon and stuff won't touch tree sap. Yeah, yeah, and it's I, not, it's not. It's not Teresa. My, my, it's my daughter's handprint. She was playing with some kind of clay or Play-Doh. I remember the day she was doing that. I just didn't see it until the sun got to it. Okay. Wow. Well, um, I would, I, 
look at I'm not a car a paint and body guy, so this really isn't my in my belly wick, but this is what I do. I'd take a single edge razor blade and okay. I'd put it in a pair of vice grips. Okay. I would drag the bottom of the blade across uh, a piece of wood, which takes the end of it and makes it upward so it doesn't gouge. Mm-hmm. So I, does that make sense to you? I'm going to yeah, drag it yeah. across a piece of wood. Then I'd put it at about a 45-degree angle, and I know that microscopically I've moved that tip upwards, and I would just kind of see what that does. You'll know after a couple of scrapes whether you're going to be able to get it off or not. Now, it, the, the clear coat is paint with no pigment. It's the same stuff that's underneath it that has pigment. So if you start going through the clear coat and you start gouging up the color, you've gone way too deep. The other opportunity would be just stop by some car wash and say, hey, would you look at this? Um, what do you think that will take that off? But would you be scared with solvent or gasoline on that? No, I wouldn't. But I, I think you're. I, I think if it was me, what I would do is I would either go buy a car wash or I would go buy a body shop, the guys that paint. Yeah. And and ask them to look at it because before you start going into doing something like this and end up having a really really big ugly problem, um, I, I would probably get somebody that that knows a lot about paint. Seek the the yeah. professional. Yeah. And most of those guys, not on Monday morning or Friday afternoons for obvious reasons, but yeah. most of those guys will walk outside. You can you can say this is kind of the butter me up thing. Yeah. I live around the corner, and I drive by you all the time, and I see lots of cars in the front, and I see them go in wrecked and come out nice, and I really admire your work. But can you look at this for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'll do. You know, and, okay. fine, and, 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 then, you know, and then thank him. And then, you know, if you want to send the pizza over, or if he says, <laughs> bring it over here and I'll fix it for you, then send a couple of pizzas at lunch. Call him and tell him at 10, you don't need lunch for your guys. Who is this? Never mind. And you call Domino's and have three pizzas delivered. Something like that. That goes a long way. Well, when people I will tell... do. I, I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. You bet. Yeah, when people tell me that their kids do stuff like this, you know, my daughter, she's 22 now. But when she was younger, yeah. So I, I, I have a lot of sympathy for parents when they're telling me their kids did something. Okay. So I, look, I, I go out and look at it. Your, your kid did what? Let's go out. You know, it's, it's always intriguing to me that how these kids come up with these things to do that you're just like, wow. <laughs> All right. I'm, 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 I'm going to take the other side of that. How many of you, how many times now let's just look at Chris, just use the n- name Chris <laughs> as an example. How many times has the husband come in and said the wife did it? How oh, yeah. many times does the wife come in and say the husband does it? You can look at their face, and sometimes you can see a little bit of orneriness. <laughs> and everybody blames it on their kids. Yeah. And, and so you look at the big picture, and you really don't know who did it, but you do know the problem sitting in front of you. So it really doesn't make any difference who did it. If you walk in and say, you know what? I did the stupidest thing. I was over at my brother's house, and the kids were playing with something, and I, I made a ball out of this, and I threw it at him, and I hit my car, and I can't get it off. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's kind of like, and, and so you're going to go, and then you're going to do this. I'll be your hero. Yeah. I'll be your hero. Yeah. So give me your car. Now, if they're going to fix it, then you can always back up say, I got a confession to make. My wife didn't do this. I did. <laughs> you know? and, and, you know, from us guys' point of view, we like that. We like that. Well, about two weeks ago, I had a customer come into my shop, and, and the it's a fairly new vehicle. It was really, really new. It was probably only a year old. And his daughter had ran up alongside of something like a pole. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went out there, and I, I just got some regular turtle wax. Mm-hmm. I just happened to have some around the shop and went out there, and I got it all off. I got it cleaned off. Mm-hmm. And boy, 
his daughter was so happy. That, well, because his dad wasn't mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, she, yeah. <laughs> all right, but 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 by the same token, yeah, okay, by the same token, you said one of my customers. Absolutely, it it has to do with the relationship, totally. And and you know the tie in our we have I've said this a hundred times thirty eight thousand customers. We have Mrs. Wagner came in the other day. Her number's three hundred and forty three. Yeah, you don't think we'll stand on our head for her. You don't think that she comes in and says, I got kittens underneath. She ain't getting charged. Yeah. If it's a, a, cl- a clamp we need to tighten up, she's not going to get charged. It has to do with relationships. Totally. And, and then, of course, it's also the relationship. You know, you, you have a guy uh, or a woman who you give them the ticket, and then they come back and they go, I could find this part number on the Internet, and you charge me 120 and I can buy it for eighty nine ninety five and stuff like that. You know, that, that creates a, a trust issue. And so a lot of times now. I'm going to ask you a hard question now. You got somebody that walks in your front door, and the conversation right off the bat is, I've never been to a shop that I've liked, and everybody's tried to rip me off. Okay, You come to the conclusion that this may not be somebody you want to spend any time with. So how do you handle that? Um, well, it depends on, on how belligerent they get or whatever but um if i if i can't make them understand that hey we've been in business a long time mm-hmm. you look at our reviews i mean all of these things and and i can't reason with that person i just tell them you're not my shop okay. i mean you're not my customer um this is this is you need to find another shop okay. because i don't want to be the next and and i say this i don't want to be the next victim of of him going, to another shop, yeah. him going to another shop and saying i you know i did this and i did that and it, it's just if you're an angry person and, and you you don't want to have any trust in me at all, then we can't work together. Okay. All right. Well, here's my answer. That happens every once in a while. And if I'm anywhere around it, you know, I hate nah, nah, nah. And you, they're just a customer that's got a burr up their sa- a burr in their saddle. It's not up their saddle. I was going to go somewhere else <laughs> with that. But they got a burr in their saddle. Okay. So it doesn't take me long to figure out this. We're not going to get along. So I'll walk outside, and they go, I got a clunk when you turn left and right, you know. And nobody's been able to find it. And, and I say, well, it might cost you some diagnostic money. For what? And I say, okay, well, let me just look underneath it. And I look underneath it, and I go, oh, it looks like you need both lower control arms. You're talking about thirty-eight, thirty-nine $3,900. Oh, gee, and he leaves, okay? He's going to tell everybody that I'm expensive. Yeah. He's not going to tell everybody I'm an a-hole. He's yeah. going to tell everybody I'm expensive. But I accomplished my goal. Yeah. I don't want him. Okay, so I'm going to hit him right between the eyes with a giant estimate, and he'll go somewhere else, yeah. him or her. It's more predominant in guys than it is in women. Yeah, and, and you know, some people are just having a bad day, and, and, and sometimes when you when you sit down, I, I, I have some of my best customers that came through the door, and I thought, uh-oh, this is going to be a bad deal, and they turned into be my best customers because it was, it, it, once they realized that who I am and what I am and, and what our shop does and, and how we handle our customers... Um, they they were fine. They just they realize, and a lot of times they come back and they go, "Man, I was a real jerk the first time." Well, I'm amazed you didn't throw me out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, and and that that could very well be. That yeah. could very well be. I I think the bigger issue is it's just kind of like we've been around a long time. Yeah. If somebody's having a bad day, it really I think I think seventy five percent of the time I can figure that out. Yeah. I can figure that out. Um, but. You can also, it doesn't take long for the, for you to know that it's a tiger. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm using tiger and stripes kind of as a, yeah. as a, as a medium. It just doesn't take long that, that she's, she's, she's just upset. She's just upset. Maybe it's time I, I could be your hero. 
you know. But it's just it's not a small part. I mean, I've probably yeah. given a high estimate twice a year. Right. You know, I just it's, it's kind of my way of path of least resistance. So if they go get it and they have it done. Um, and it's eight hundred dollars. Then they're never coming back, and that's okay with me. Right, and 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 hey, not everybody's your customer, and not not every shop is your shop, you know. Yep. And and sometimes it's a personality conflict. All righty, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For thirty five years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join James and Brandon Herbis for the Safe Money Radio Show here on KKNT every Saturday at 2 p.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. And you can also call James and Brandon now for your free customized safe information money kit and a 115-page safe money book at 844-371-SAFE. That's 844-371-7233. Oh, hey. Hey, did you hear? My friend's company was the victim of an email impersonation attack. It's a serious threat to every business. What if cyber criminals target us and trick accounting into making a wire transfer? Don't worry. We have Barracuda. So we're secured? Yeah. Barracuda uses artificial intelligence to detect and block spear phishing and account takeover attempts. What a relief. Don't become a victim. Protect your business at Barracuda.com. Barracuda, your journey secured. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, 22 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and we're going to go to the phones real quick because we've got a couple of callers. Charlie, you're up first. What's on your mind? Hi, I have a 95 Ford Mustang GT50. Okay. And uh, when I get up, like, get onto the freeway on the on-ramp, it'll uh-huh. go up to 45, 50 mile an hour, and then it just kind of dogs out, starts missing. And if I back off on the throttle, I think it actually just run right on up to 100 mile an hour. Never seen anything like that in my life. All right, Charlie, don't try to tell me your Mustang will do 100. They hardly do 75. Come on. That's a I'm a teasing 90. you. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a one. I'm just teasing you. Um, I have well, a, I have a Shelby GT too. Okay, all right. I have a twin turboed LS6 Corvette. There you but, go. But there mine goes go. faster than sixty. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. Okay, it's got it's it's fuel or it's a TPS. Something in the computer system's not seeing things. But I listened carefully to what you said, and you pedaled it. So you throttle up, da, 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 and you let go, and you throttle it up again, and then it goes. So I would be looking at throttle position sensor to see if it's dirty or, or missing. It. It's like a piano, okay? We need to hit all the keys. And so all of a sudden, these four keys fall down. 
why I don't get to touch those four keys. Another thing I do is, is manually shift that dog and see what happens there. See if it's shifting yeah. into high gear too early. You don't have a check engine light or anything like that, do you? Well, it does. If it I does. hold it down, when it when it starts missing, if I hold it down, the check engine light comes on. But okay, but that's a right misfire code. Yeah, it's a misfire code, yeah. right. Absolutely. So it, it's suggesting that there's a misfire. Uh, so, you know, that could be plugs, wires, distributor. That could be a pickup assembly. That could be a bad coil. That could be a bad connection anywhere in the secondary system, which is all the spark system. This isn't that hard to deal with. For me, I'd probably put a tank of propane on my hip and run 20 feet of line into the air filter, and when it starts popping and running, I'll open up that propane, and if it takes off and doesn't do it again, I'm a fuel, I got a fuel starvation right. problem. But he it seems to he's accelerating past the fuel. Uh, for, if it's a fuel starvation problem, then as he go deeper into the throttle, we should fall on our face. So then I think, God, it's electrical. Now, I'll tell you something you could do to help the repair shop is stop by the local car wash, and open up your hood, the self-serve car wash, and just take a little bit of water and just paint underneath the hood with some water. Don't soak it. Just paint it. Then go drive it and see if it's worse. If it's worse, then it's definitely from the spark plug to the distributor. It's definitely there. Electrical. It's an electrical. It's a secondary system. We have the primary system that feeds the coil 12 volts, and then we have a secondary system that will make you wet your pants if you happen to grab the wrong spark plug wire. So... And and that's the difference between the old ones. With points and condensers, there was guys that could hold on to the spark plug wire when it was uh, running. And when we went from 12K to 100K, <laughs> when you got bit, it had sometimes weld your zipper to the fender. It was hot. So most of us know not to touch that. But that's what I would do if I were you. Manually shift it, wet it down, don't do it at the same time. But I'm intrigued by the fact that you're, you're accelerating through it. That's, that, that kind of eliminates fuel, I think. So, do you have a shop? Well, I, I thought it, yeah, I do. I thought it was the uh, fuel pump. Well, I took it out there, and they put it on the uh, OBD, and it says no, uh, it, it is not picking up a car. So, I took it to the Ford dealer, and they said that there's a wire missing or something between the OBD and the, you know, it, it, they can't read it. Okay. So, that, that turned into a problem. With 230000 on the car, I don't want to fix wires. Well, you know. um, I, we don't fix cars with the check engine light anyway. Right. I mean, the check the computer can't check fuel pressure. The computer can't check a bad. It, it doesn't know That's if it's right. cold air, hot air coming into the motor on a ninety five. It's probably over one. We got a lot of things going on here, but I can tell you, I can guarantee you. Now, you, I teased you about that Mustang doing a hundred, but once you get past this, da 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 da, will it do a hundred miles an hour? Oh yeah. All right, then it's not fuel. Think about that. Yeah. If the well, faucet that, is just barely trickling, then you'd go 55 and you'd fall on your face at 60 and you'd never make 70. It's not a fuel problem. Right. That's so. what I thought. I went ahead and changed all the plugs, wires, uh, cap rotor. They all look good, but I changed them out. Just because It's got a lot of miles on it. Okay. And I bought it used, of course. All right. Here. Well, you spent more so, money on that okay. guessing than any one of us would have diagnosed it for you. I just want to remind you that. Yeah. You, yeah, I mean, now, and then you're going to say, well, it needed it anyway, and we understand that. But the idea is, yeah. is that happens every day of my life where somebody brings it in and it's, got, it's dressed up with three or $400 worth of O'Reilly's crap, and they still got the problem. And we go in and find yeah. out that the EGR valve is stuck open. So all of a sudden, it's a it's a it's a hundred dollar find, and it's a twenty six dollar clean of the EGR, and then we're done. So it's that kind of a deal. But anyway, Chris or Charlie, thank you very much. He brings up a good point. Henry, you're up next. How can I help you? Hi, thank you for taking my call. I have a couple of questions for you if you have the time. I One do. is about a twenty twelve 
your conclave, when I turn the wheel, it's my last part. When I turn the wheel, sometimes I get a pop. And okay. I heard you speaking earlier today uh, to a caller about the front end tie rods. Uh-huh. And I'm just wondering who I could take it to, because if I take it to the dealer, I sort of have confidence that they'll be able to take care of it, but I'm questioning how much I'm going to get charged for it. Well, so I'm on the east side of the valley, so I would like to, you know, have it looked at. Okay, well, no one's going to spend, you know, more than five minutes uh, without charging you, uh, and, okay. unless, of course, you're, you're a customer of there. Um, the dealers are capable of doing that, and so are independent shops. It's really a matter of how gray the guy's hair is. So, so it's it, this on a one to ten scale, Dave. What is this? He can make it happen. If he can make it happen, yeah, we should. Uh, uh, what's a, on a one to ten scale of difficulty with ten being the worst? What is it? One, two. Three. That's what I say. Yeah, two yeah, and three. Yeah, yeah. This maybe, ain't a yeah. big deal. No. I, and not. you know what? If you want to do it, do you have a wife, and does she love you? Oh yeah. Okay, good. Then you crawl underneath the damn thing, make sure she puts it in park, sets the emergency brakes. She takes her hand, puts it on the steering wheel, and she goes 2 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 10 o'clock, slowly. 2 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock. And you just crawl underneath there and start touching stuff, and you'll find it. That's exactly what I'm going to do. But you can't do it when the wheels are dangling. Because if the wheels are dangling, it's in the suspension and it's an area that it's never been before. So the car has to be sitting on the roadway. So this isn't any... If you take it to a shop and says, let's put it on the rack. Well, if the wheels are dangling, no, ain't, ain't nobody going to find it. So, okay. Agreed? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, good luck. Oh, and now, Henry, if you have another question, I've got to take a break. You, you, uh, Gil will come back with you. And did I tell you that Gil just got out of jail? No. No, he just did. He just did. This morning, I heard he got out of jail. So he must be on the weekly plan, <laughs> which isn't true, folks. I'm just teasing Gil. <laughs> but anyway, 602-508-0960. When you call Gil, say, I'm sorry that uh, you're in jail. But And then you can ask him, you know, what What are you there for? And uh, it's probably income tax evasion or he had a parking ticket he didn't pay or something in between those two I things. I dabble in all those things. Mark. And he dabbles in all of those things. And what Gil says in my ears, you don't get to hear. But Gil, why don't you count us down? Where are we now? 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 2, 2, 1. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog. He was all like... And I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. 
where I was running down this. Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all like ribbit, and I saw an owl too. <laughs> Then I played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles, like wet water. Then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long. Oh, that's a、uh, pretty cool too. This weekend, unplug. Getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family. To find the forest nearest you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next, um, Dad. Uh, yes,、yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right. Um, do, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay. Tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call eight seven seven four dad four one one or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together. Every child in Arizona can learn to read, and reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. Well, it's thirty-four minutes after the hour of eleven o'clock, and we got.、Uh, Dave Martin sitting next to me. He owns Martin's Automotive. He's on 16th Street South of Indian School. My name is Mark Salem. Been in the radio business since 1988. I'm an ASE Master Certified Technician, and I've been fixing cars for 39 years, almost 40 years. So, 602-508-0960. Real quick, let me tell you about Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil was around when Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble used their feet to propel their rock cars. He's been around that long. Phil knows transmissions from the two-speed power glides, which is in the '60s, I think, and maybe even the '50s. I don't know. From there all the way through today, he knows that because he understands the fundamental way we shift a car. We do it with fuel or with fluid pressure. Today we do it with electronics, and sometimes it has to do with your foot feed, your throttle pedal. And we had a TV cable that changed the pressure in the transmission, depending on where your throttle was at. So there's lots of those kinds of changes. The only transmission shop in Phoenix that I recommend is Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. And Henry had another question. Henry, let's go for it. Well, in your commercial there, you just might have 
answered my question. My Suburban is old. It's a 97. I like it. But the transmission isn't working. It won't go in reverse. It'll go forward. And it's sometimes coming out of the first gear, it goes all the way to 3,000 RPM before it actually shifts into the second gear and continues to go up. So I'm trying to figure out whether I want to spend money on doing the transmission or just getting another car. No, 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 that's wrong. Slap your hand. (laughs) Slap your hand. Don't you want to find out what it is first? What happens if somebody waves their magic wand and fixes this thing? We had a transmission the other day that would shift hard between first and second. He called around, and everybody says you need a transmission. I wasn't the Mm -hmm. hero. He called me. He took it over somebody. They pulled the damn dipstick on it and found it was three quarts low in oil. They put the oil in it. The car's fixed. Now, it wasn't a situation with respect to... I I just the story was interesting to me. Yeah. The story was just interesting because every no you need to just have it diagnosed. What part of town do you live in? I'm in Chandler. Okay. Oh, you know I'm the, school in Chandler. Yeah, I don't Chandler. have anybody. The only person in that you know really south of the river on my list of best car repair shops is my shop, and I'm on Warner Road, a mile east of I-10. You're welcome to bring it there. We're going to charge you a diagnostic fee, and we can tell you. Now, you can also stop by a couple of transmission shops and ask them if they would look at it real quick. So that okay. those would be your two options. But we don't. I don't want to talk to you about rebuilding your transmission because there's way too many things that could cause this problem. And the first thing you have to do is is you have to oh, pull the dipstick out of the transmission tube and look at it, and it'll tell you how to check it. Caught, cold, park, reverse, or engine off. It'll tell you what you need to do and follow the directions. But that car that needed three quarts of fluid, it had been bid for 1800 to $3,800, and yeah. it was just low on oh. fluid. So that's kind okay. of where we need to start, okay? All right, thank you very much. Mike, you're up next. Mike, how can I help you? So I've got a, a 1994 Jag. It's been sitting in my driveway for 12 years, and I can get the lugs off, but I cannot get the rims to come off uh, the car. How much is it worth to you? Well, it's sentimental value. No, no, not uh, the car. Uh, the advice oh. to get the wheels to come off. <laughs> well, I've been fiddling with it for a month now, so I, I would be it'd be indispensable. All right. All right. Next time you pass the Salvation Army people, will you put uh, $5 in the pot? Absolutely will. Okay. Have you got an idea there, young buck? Well, I mean. He's going to do it himself. He's going to do it himself. Yeah. Um, hit it with a hammer? No. Take the lug nuts about half off. Oh, and then drive. Oh, yeah. No, well, no, he can drive it. Okay. But he gets his neighbor, gets his wife, yeah. and he shakes it side to side real hard. Okay. So we need to loosen up the lug nuts. All right, that's five bucks. I should have charged him more. Did you hear that? Ah. Yeah. I should have charged him more. Yeah. That's that's exactly how you do it. You just loosen up the lug nuts. You get a couple of your buddies over there. You shake it side to side, and you'll hear each one of them pop, and then you, you've accomplished that. That's why it's important, the millennials. Oh. Tell me what you think about the millennials. Have you got any on your payroll? Yes. Okay. We do. What's, what is the, not all of them, yeah. but the, uh, the problems you see with some of, some of them or the problem you see with some of them is? 
Well, when if it's not instant gratification, they give up a little easier than the old guys do. Oh, I got to tell you something. I didn't know the answer to that question, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. It's really it's a situation where they have no patience, but I think maybe we're being unfair in this respect. I think they're young, and I think we might have been the same way. We might have given up a little early because our skill level won't take us past three. Right. So we got one, two, three, but we don't have three through ten. So I'm willing to give them a little bit of stuff, a little bit of slack, but it is troubling to me to have them get up kind of early. They get the car, then they do 15, 20 minutes worth of looking at it, then they go get the gray-haired guy, and he doesn't want to come over and diagnose their car because the other guy's going to get paid for it. Right. But sometimes the gray-haired guy says, if I show you how to do it, I want half of yours. Right. And so then they can go that way. But, yeah, just shake the car. Now, let me ask you a question. That 94 Jag, what is it? XJR, XJ, or what is it? XJS. Okay. Is is it the supercharged Jaguar? I, I think it's, I don't know. It's a straight okay. six. Okay, so, it's not then. Yeah, the, the supercharged yeah. Jaguar, and I don't remember, I think that's the year 2000. It's got a blower on it, XJR, and it's a rapid machine. I've been yeah. looking for one. I sold my wife, and she's been mad at me ever since. But I'm looking <laughs> for an XJR. But anyway, yeah, shake the heck out of it. I promise you the wheels are coming loose. I sure appreciate it. Thank you, sir. You bet. How many, right. how many times did you go to your boss or, or person you were working for and say that, you know what, I, I can't do this? Or Because usually back then, like if I went to my dad and told him, hey, I, I can't figure this out. Oh, and then he'd get kind of ticked off at me and come out there and, mm-hmm. you know, show me. But he be, wouldn't be very, wasn't as nice as I am okay. in today. I, I'm just worse than you are. Yeah. I'm older than you are, but I'm worse than you are. Uh-huh. Oh, you can't fix it? go out there and talk to ron or go talk to eddie or go talk to jason you know have them help you and you're going to have to make some kind of financial arrangements with them you might have to work an hour and a half or two hours for free but they'll school you yeah okay and then i'll go into the service riders in front of them and say he just give him tire rotations and oil changes for a month until he gets a little bit more seniority I'm just trying to motivate them. I'm not going to fire them or anything. I right. just want to motivate them. All righty, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, and we get all the calls in the last 40 minutes of the show, and you only got 20 minutes to do it. 602-508-0960. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. It takes two of us.
Elvis to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. Well, welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and I'm going to catch up on some business right now because I'm going to talk about the best shops in Phoenix. First of all, we got Larry Harker's Auto. He's been in business since 1967, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Bob and his wife, Ellen, run Larry Harker's Auto, and Bob is one of the best diagnosticians that I've ever met. I think he truly is better than me. I think he has skills that I might be able to find in my toolbox, but he'll have found them long time before. So he does everything from oil changes, but when you have a problem with your car where you honk the horn and the windshield wipers flap, you might want to stop by Larry Harker's Auto and make an appointment and have Bob take a look at it. Auto electrical work, brake, auto emissions, vehicle repair, vehicle maintenance, all that stuff he can handle. But he's really, really good when you wave the flag in front of him just like a bull. Now, on the other side of town, Action Auto at I-17 in Deer Valley, Tom, I've known him since 1983. He's a good guy. Been around the block. I met him when the big box engine analyzers first came out. And he was a smart guy, and he could make those machines dance. Of course, we don't have them anymore. We have, you know computers the size of our phones that we're, that we're talking to the car with. But he's at I-17 in Deer Valley, family-owned, operated repair shop, 
been around for a long time, and Tom and his staff are well known for great workmanship, good customer service, if not excellent customer service, and full turnaround time. It's at least what he tells you. So he just wants to have communication with him and his customers, and the easiest way for, for him to do it is for him to generate it himself. Harry, how can I help you today? Yeah, how you doing, Mark? I'm good, hey, good. I, I was thinking, you know, you were, you were talking about the cat issue, you know, hitting your horn. Uh-huh. I, I was thinking, you know, you have your remote key on your, you know, most cars in the last 20 years. When you hit them, uh, if you have it set, the horn will beep beep or whatever anyway. You're right. You do your unlock. You're right. I hate it when you call me and correct me, Harry. I know where you live. <laughs> well, the only, I got to thinking about that because I usually, when I'm up north, you know, because it's parked outside, and I usually... Hit it an extra couple times just to, you know, if there are any squirrels under there that are you, nesting. I, no, you're I right. You're, you're absolutely right. I'm embarrassed because sometimes when I leave pacing, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. And I've got a couple of guys within hearing. So I pop my truck twice and it blows a horn. My horn's an air horn, so it's a little louder. <laughs> uh, and it kind of embarrasses me, but I'm doing the remote start. Yeah. Well, then when my diesel starts right. up, you know, it isn't a Mercedes you know, it's just got a little bit more oomph to it. So my wife will say, any time in the next two hours, are you going to go get in your truck and get the heck out of Dodge? And I says, yeah, right after I wrap a rope around you and your bed and drag you halfway home. <laughs> Nevertheless, you're exactly right. You can use your remote. If you have a car that barks at you, you can use a remote to change the... Uh... But here's the deal, Harry. No matter where you do that, your wife's going to be mad if she's sleeping. So if you do it in the garage, she's going to wake up. And if you do it out in front, then there might be some other. But you know what? We'll deal with that because we're big boys. <laughs> All righty, Harry. Thank you very much. Hey, another buddy. thing I, was, I wanted okay. to ask about, too, is uh, you were talking about the uh, uh, fuel tank. You know, uh, you know, you had a little bit of uh, conversation there, uh-huh. leave it full or leave it empty. Well, of course, I remember when the cars had steel tanks, so you always, if you left them for a while, you always left them full because of the condensation. Uh-huh. Is that a factor with the? tanks all being plastic now or do you have any you know i don't i don't know that it is because the steel is going to change temperature hotter and colder but the plastic doesn't so you bring up a good point now are you siding with dave well i don't know i guess it just depends on what you have if you have an older car that has steel tanks uh you know i'm from the school where i always fill mine up if He's I was going to leave it set for a while. This, uh, is, this is called because, backpedaling. Uh, because if I got into it, I may forget to you know, put fuel in it anyway. So, That's okay. Yeah. All right, well, Harry, know. thank you very much, Harry. And uh, write down, call Harry's repair shop that I happen to know. <laughs> hey, I'm going to write on the calendar. I was right once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and he fed you the answer. <laughs> no, what about did. metal or what about plastic? <laughs> yeah. That was it. Yeah. Oh, Harry, I'm going to call your shop. Harry gets a... 10% bump the next time he's in. Cameron, you're up next, buddy. What can I do for you? Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. <clears throat> I drive a 2014 Scion XD. Okay. I drive it six days a week for work. I put quite a few miles on it. Okay. Last weekend, when it was raining, that Saturday was the first Saturday I haven't driven it for work. So it sat for two days mm-hmm. in my garage. Monday morning rolls around. I go to start the car, um, and it's trying to 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 start the battery it wasn't the batteries you know going dead or anything like that i started pumping the gas and i got it to start um and it hasn't done that since it was just that one time um is that something i need to have someone look at it or what do you think that was 
Well, if you want to save yourself some money, I'm going to give you something to do, okay? First of all, you can pump that throttle until we're all a year older, and it's not going to make any difference at all, okay? Fuel injection doesn't pay attention to the throttle. So it's just going to add fuel to it as the temperature tells it to. So here's the deal. I think, how many miles are on this? Uh, just over 100,000. I got okay. 108. Okay. I think that the fuel pump might have have a bad backfill valve, and I think the fuel pump didn't get, and I'll bet you turn the key off a couple of times to give it a rest, so you crank, 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 nothing, and then you turn the key off, and then you go back on, crank, 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 crank. Here's the deal. Uh-huh. When, you, when you hit the key and you go, run, 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 stop, turn the key off. Turn the key back on, but don't crank it and count to five. Then turn okay. the key off, turn it back on, count to five. I bet it starts right up. Okay. So we've lost pressure in the fuel system, and I'm having you prime the fuel system because the computer will turn on the, the fuel pump for three seconds, and if it doesn't see the car start, it shuts it off. So I'm having you turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. We're charging the fuel system, and if it hits every time, you have a leaking injector, a bad fuel pressure regulator, or the check valve in the pump is bad. Ten four. Yep. Okay. That's exactly That's it. So I just saved you a heck of a lot of money because the diagnostic. So when you walk into your shop and say it sits for two or three days and it won't start, it'll crank but not catch. I want you to use those words, crank and not catch. Because when you say no start, we're going to look at the starter and the alternator and the battery and all that stuff. So crank over, but not start, not catch. Okay. So, And then you say to him, well, if I cycle the key three times and count to five each time, then starts right up. And okay. now they have to figure out whether you've got an injector leak in the fuel pressure regulator or the check valve in the tank's bad. That's easy. I yes. mean, it's not easy, but it's capable. Okay? Okay. Do you have someone out in, in Gilbert area that you'd recommend? I just moved out here. I, I, I would think that you would call Thompson's Auto Repair up on Main Street in Stapley and Thompson's Auto Repair and ask Brian if this is something that he wants to tackle, and I'm sure he's going to tell you yes. Okay. So, But here's All the right. deal. I want, you to do, I want you to do your best to let it sit for a couple of days, drive your wife's car, call Uber, whatever. But if you do that test, you have saved yourself $50 in diagnostic fees. Yeah. 50 bucks. Okay. All righty. Good luck, Cameron. Thank you. Thank you. All righty. Well, we talked about millenniums. We talked about dead cats underneath the hood. But I want to talk about something different. Oh, yeah? Okay. Here's my new project. Okay. Kids without. Okay. okay. In the school, in this, we have a treasures, teachers, treasures for teachers, and it's a warehouse where we and a lot of other people donate old computers and paper. The teachers are using their own money for school supplies, so they have treasures for teachers. If anybody has an office they're taken down, has paper, has ribbons, has a printer, whatever, they give it to Treasures for Teachers and they'll love you. We got kids without, kids that wear the same shirt three days in a row, kids that don't eat lunch because they don't have money. So I'm starting something like this. If you'll donate money, call my daughter Andy. She'll make all the arrangements. She'll even do your credit card if you want. You can donate a dollar. You can donate Ken or whatever. I'll match it. I'll match it. We're going to start at one high school. And we're going to start at one high school where we make sure all the kids eat. We're going to start at one high school to help mom and dad maybe put some new clothes on their on their child. We're going to make sure the money goes where it's intended. We're going to we're going to there's lots of kids out there 
that just need to step up. They could be at home with one parent. They could be a money issue. It could be a lot of different things. Um, there's kids that go to school and when it's really cold that don't have jackets. So we're going to start at one high school. We're going to start with two people. And those two people are going to be the filter. And we're going to sit and do it. So if, if people donate 100 I'll match it to $200. So, and then we're going to have some stories in a, in a generic way. We're not even going to identify the high school. But we're going to have some stories in a genetic, generic way of the success rate of this. So you can call my daughter, Andy. And the shop is Salem Boys Auto, Monday through Friday. Andy will help you out. If you want to use a credit card, you can. If you want to just mail some money, you can do that as well. But Andy will help you. I just talked to her this morning. This has been something on my mind for a long time. And I thought we might as well just throw it out there and see if we can do something. I just, I think your your teachers will tell you that there's kids in their classes that are having a tough time. And maybe in a worst case scenario, the kid doesn't always have a change of clothes. And so maybe somebody else says something. Um, or the kid has some really bad shoes and um, just needs some help. So that's what we're going to, and we're we're going to call it Kids Without, which is exactly what it is. It's without what everybody else has. And we're also going to have a filter. So we're going to have a filter. So if the kid's dropped off and the teachers see that his parents are driving a brand-new Mercedes, yeah. <laughs> if they see that twice in a row. Now, it could be one of our staff driving the Mercedes to, to work because he took it home to see what leaked overnight, you know. But there will just be some filters out there, common-sense filters. And this isn't going to be an operation where there's a whole bunch of bleeding hearts. This is people I trust to filter the students at one high school. And so it's a high school um, that I'm very familiar with the administration, and we're going to actually bypass the administration, and we're going to go to the teachers on the ground. I think that's the word. That's definitely where you should go. Um, yep. The teachers know a heck of a lot more about what their students are doing and uh, and what's going on in their lives than. See, and the teachers are doing it now. Yeah. The teachers are spending their money for that kid that has a pair of shoes that are coming apart. They're spending their money to get some kid a haircut that. The kids are teasing him about, why don't you braid your hair? I yeah. like your ponytail. So that's the kind of stuff. And the teachers might very well take that young man after school to go get a haircut and drop him off at home because otherwise he walks home or whatever. Or that young girl, yeah. the girl that, uh, you know, um, maybe needs some new clothes. So that's what we're going to do. But I'm going to match dollar for dollar. I promise you that. I'm going to build a spreadsheet, and I'm going to make it to where anybody at all can see. It just won't sh- It'll show money in and money out. But it'll show that. So I'm going to be very transparent in this, but I'm matching dollar for dollar. So it's called Kids Without Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. If you need any more information, send me an email, and I'll make it happen. Mark at MarkSalem.com. When you talk about Kurtz Auto Repair, you talk about guys like Tom Blackwell. You talk about a lot of different guys, but Strictly Diesel is also a good shop. Strictly Diesel does nothing but service repair and parts on foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. He has a 24-hour website that you can look at all kinds of hot rod stuff for diesels and stuff that you might want to enhance. But Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. I know Nate for a long time. Nate's a a kid, he's not a kid, he's a young man. He has hands like tennis rackets. 
and when he shakes your hand, you just wonder. He could, you just know he could crush your hand. But he's the kindest young man, and I don't pay this compliment a lot, but he's exactly what you, you hope that your daughter brings home. He's married, so forget about that idea, but he's a really good guy. So Strictly Diesel is a great place. If you have a diesel and nobody else can fix it, then Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, I-17 at Pinnacle Peak Road. Dave Martin from Martin's Auto, 16th Street, South Vania School. Thanks. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.